This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs, introducing the new Firehouse Pub Steak Sub with savory steak, crispy fried onions, and our rich Belgian beer cheese sauce. On tap for a limited time. Order yours at firehousesubs.com today. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase. Welcome back to Liquid Lunch. It's me, Hugh. Jen's here. It is Liquid Lunch. It is uh, a little after 2 o'clock on a Friday here in downtown Toronto. It's a super serious day. Super serious. Super and the synchronicities are... Really? Compounding on each other. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it's psychotherapy. It We're is. talking about... Uh, it is. Well, we've got Dee Nicholson joining us on Skype <laughs> from somewhere in the... Um, Hinterlands of Ontario, oh. right, Dee? Kawartha Lakes, to be precise. Oh, oh. you lucky thing! It unless deep? it's unless you're snowed in, I don't know. How is it? How's the weather oh. out there? No, we got rained on. We've been rained on for the last few days. All our Christmas snow, which was beautiful, has grass poking through it. You're oh. lucky. Actually, I'm riding my bike this January. Dee, I rode my bike in today. It's fantastic to be riding around in January. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about something really serious. Dee Nicholson, why don't you just give us a brief uh, introduction? Okay, well, everybody knows today is Inauguration Day, right? Yeah, we were watching it. I've been trying really hard to forget. Yeah, I know. Well, a lot of people have. Well, here's the thing, though. What's really interesting is that what we're going to be talking about in a minute is exactly the same thing that Donald Trump has been trying to fight against, which is the trade alliances that supersede all of our domestic laws. In other words, the psychotherapy takeover legislation, which we are now directly dealing with, is to do with yet another trade agreement called the TISA. Now, these agreements that Donald Trump has been uh, complaining about and saying they're unfair, we, we have to renegotiate, we have to this, we have to that, all of these things are beyond his control, and these are the things that people are not aware of, because these trade groups and trade agreements and uh, uh, different types of international agreements supersede every domestic law we've got, including our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. So what we are seeing, and a lot of people have been complaining about, is that our government doesn't listen to us. We complain, we lobby, we petition, we go down on bended knee, and nothing happens. Why is this? Well, it's because the laws that they are following right now are not our laws. They are the laws put forward by the articles of the trade agreements. And it is not the terms of the trade agreements that people have to worry about. We've been looking at trade agreements in many, many directions. I mean, we've got all kinds of, all kinds of them. And now what we're seeing is that things are being what we call harmonized. In other words, the laws, the domestic laws of all nations that are members of the World Trade Organization, hence 
members of all these other organizations are under the same conditions. One of those is absolute secrecy, which we see. The other of which is, you do what we say in your country or you get out, one of the two. And if you get out, because you can, you can abrogate any trade agreement, any international agreement, just like any other contract, and it is a contract. Um, if you get out, that means the rest of us might turn on you like a pack of wild dogs and hit you with this sanction, that sanction, and every other sanction. And one prime example of that is our case um, in the International Trade Dispute Court, which is basically a star chamber. Um, what you have there is our very first trade argument in the dispute settlement court. And that was UPS suing Canada because Canada Post owns a piece of Purolator. Purolator is UPS's competitor. So they said, oh, well, Canada Post and Purolator, they've got an unfair advantage over us. And under the trade agreement called NAFTA, they can't have an unfair advantage. So we're going to sue them so that they switch their laws around. Well, that little juncture cost us $252 million. Holy cow. Holy cow. That was our first one. There are 3,000 of these court cases going on in the world at any given moment. And we have a bunch of them going on. And even last week, Paul Manley from the Green Party was screaming about, we could have to pay sanctions, blah, blah, blah. Well, for me, it made me very angry because I've been saying the same stuff for more than a decade. And nobody wanted to hear little old me. Okay, well, fine. Now we are at this juncture where we have the World Trade Organization and all the subsidiary agreements under the same conditions. The secrecy, the giving up of the sovereignty, the giving over of legislation to foreign groups to which we have no access, no court, we cannot sue them, only our country can sue, not us individuals. It doesn't matter what damage they do to us. Nobody is accountable. And now they've got the TISA. TISA, T-I-S-A dot org. Go and check it out. You can see the whole agreement there. It has all of the rules for professions, for crown corporations, all the trade agreements from the bottom up where the world trade organization is top down and all these other agreements are top down the trade and services agreement goes bottom up it controls your provincial state legislation it controls your municipal factors your crown corporations which by the way are being outlawed under this under this agreement. Why? Because crown corporations are owned by the people. And that's not allowed. They have an automatic trade advantage. So they're cutting us out from all of our normal ways of making legislation and all of that. Now we come to how does the TISA affect psychotherapy? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Psychotherapy is just one of the first targets. It is not by a long shot the only target. 
But what we're seeing in Ontario under Premier Wynne, who is kissing globalist butt like I've never seen in my life, with education, with energy, with psychotherapy, and all kinds of other stuff, <coughs> she's essentially implementing TIFA. But nobody knows. Now, why don't we know? Well, because they don't tell us. That's the secrecy aspect. And because of the fact that the secrecy aspect provides penalties for those who violate it, that means that no matter what we do, we aren't going to know what our government is, is doing. We aren't going to know. They can't tell us. I have asked for 10 years, every member of parliament, every minister, everybody that I could get my hands on, justice ministers, trade ministers, including the outgoing Christia Freeland, all these people, who gave you a mandate to give away our sovereignty? Who gave you a mandate to take away, in Ontario alone, 351 alternative psychotherapy-involved processes and treatments that people pay billions of dollars for across the country because they like the results. They get the results. But our alternative treatments are not friends of pharma. However, the trade agreements are. So now you've got the harmonization of standards <coughs> across the world. Why are they harmonizing? Well, there's a little appendix in TISA called Movement of Natural Persons. Does that give you an idea? Movement of what? Movement natural of what? persons? <laughs> natural persons, yep. Hmm. What does that mean? They don't define a natural person mind. They don't? They don't define nope. it? Nope, they just use it. So Is it this like a... corporations as people? Yeah, does a corporation count? Well, you know, we know that the Supreme Court of the United States has given human rights to corporations, don't we? I didn't know that. So we don't know yet. Citizens United. You know yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. But you see, here's the thing. People are forgetting something very, very serious. I mean, we're under enough of a serious threat that the government would come in and say, you know, you can't go to your, to your uh, alternative therapist. I myself am a certified spiritual counselor. I have a degree in metaphysics. I am entitled and, and uh, accredited by my degree to do spiritual counseling. But ask some of the prison counselors, the prison chaplains in Ontario, are they interfering with you? Oh, yes, they are. So now they're telling our chaplains, our ministers, our priests, um, our confidants, if you give advice, you better give it our way, or we're going to fine you on the first offense $25,000 and then up to $50,000, and then you are banned entirely. You cannot practice. People are getting cease and desist letters from the wind government all over the place. Cease so and when desist did this start? What? Yeah, 
cease and desist from what? Helping people? With people's, not only their permission, but also their approval and their acclaim and their money. So people are putting money behind these alternative professions and they are including things like therapeutic touch, Reiki, uh, readings, you name it. If you give advice, even massage therapy, you can rub the body okay, but don't you open your mouth. Don't you open your mouth with a word of advice because if you do, okay, you're violating the law. Now, this law has been passed by the Ontario legislature, but it has not yet been proclaimed. We think that um, the reason it has not been proclaimed is because there are a lot of problems with it that haven't yet come out. First of all, when you start interfering with the right of a chaplain or uh, any individual for that matter to speak to someone in a way that could be construed as psychotherapy, that, you know, it doesn't feel very good to the, to the client or the patient to have the government say, no, you can't listen to that. You can't pay for that. You can't do that. And yet there are 351 professions being nailed just like that. And I'm one of them. I used to be a psychotherapist. Then I became a spiritual counselor. Because they took over the use of the word. You see, they're taking over the dictionary word by word. Changing definitions. War is peace. Truth is a lie. Lie is the truth. Right? Fake is real, real is fake. We see this complete overturning of everything we've known as right and true going on in front of our faces. Now, one of the things that is very bothersome to me is the fact that despite um, our blessed leader, Grace Fubarn, thank you, Grace, for everything that you do. Um, Grace and a number of people have been fighting like hell to try and get this issue out in front of the public. The public isn't really ne necessarily interested in psychotherapy. Well, I don't have a shrink, so what do I care? Right? So they're ignoring this. And what they're not seeing is the big picture. Psychotherapy is just, it's, it's, it's basically, you know, the tip of the iceberg. They are already regulating medical professionals, um, they are regulating standards of practice, they are regulating all kinds of things, and bit by bit over the years, they have harmonized, meaning made equal. They're homogenizing the world. Now, when you homogenize, what do you do? First of all, your good stuff gets homogenized with your bad stuff. So the standard of professionalism that comes out the other end of this digestive tract is something akin to diarrhea because it isn't working. It is tearing apart doctors who care enough to know the truth about natural treatments 
it is putting out of work some 10,000 people in Ontario offering these services. It is not confined to psychotherapy. It is, it is not confined anywhere. In fact, what it is geared to do under the TISA, the Trade and Services Agreements, it is geared to make it easy for people to be moved, for example, by their corporation into a new country where production and um, staff are cheaper, okay, using our resources shipped over, by the way, okay, they then manufacture our goods at cheaper prices, and the uh, professional staff that may have to go with all of that moving around are all under the same standards. Unlike a number of years ago, you may recall that if a, a medical doctor came from some other country, they were not allowed to practice. They had to requalify under the Canadian Medical Association as MDs in this country. And so what the TISA does is by harmonizing all these standards, these people can be moved around with no problem. That's the movement of natural persons they refer to. And what that means is that all of the standards have to be on a common denominator. And there's a reason why they use the word lowest common denominator when people speak that phrase, isn't there? So we're looking at a diminishment of services. We're looking at a confinement of these services in psychotherapy particularly to people who are under an illegal body called the College of Psychotherapy that doesn't really exist. It has no mandate to exist. It has no right to dictate what people take as help. It has no right to tell people what uh, spiritual counseling they can take. And it has no right to say, you must take drugs. But they, a few years ago, gave the psychotherapists the right to practice. Now, when this legislation, I think, and this is speculation on my part, but I think it's damn good speculation, the act of legislation giving psychotherapists the right to prescribe is a few years old now, but they have not yet designated to psychotherapists exactly which drugs they can prescribe. So yes, they can, but no, they can't. Now you watch, if they come out and proclaim this act, the first thing they're going to do is make the registered psychotherapist capable of prescribing all kinds of pharma products. Now we're talking here things like uh, Prozac and Luvox and all these different drugs that we have seen connected with school shootings, murders, aggressive behavior, all kinds of garbage. And we know for a fact through our scientific endeavors that taking these things over a long period of time literally destroys the frontal lobe of your brain. And that is where, it's where all your decisions are made which is why if you're into spirituality and chakras and things, that's why the third eye is positioned right here, isn't it? Even in the Bible it says, if thine eye be single, well, there's your single eye right there. 
Now, a spiritual psychotherapist will look at someone and say, oh, well, you know, you've got to block this and a block that. And why is it blocked? Well, it's blocked because you're thinking this way. Why are you thinking that way? And you can see that the cognitive process is much more direct and much more pointed and much more fruitful than saying, well, how do you feel about that? In handing somebody a prescription. And this is what is being taken away from us. This is what is being stolen from us. It's not just being stolen from us. It's stolen from our children, from our grandchildren, and from our grandchildren's grandchildren. That's who it's stolen from. So ignore stoppsychotherapytakeover.ca if you choose. But you better understand as you ignore stoppsychotherapy.takeover.ca. You ignore the information there, and what you're doing is say, oh, well, I don't care about that. We go back to Pastor Niemöller. First they came for the Jews, and I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't listen. I didn't speak out. Then they came for the Unionists. I wasn't a Unionist, so I didn't speak out. And who will speak for me if they come for me? And now they're coming for us, people. They are coming for 10,000 Ontarians just like that. Now, Dee, I've got to ask you, though, we, uh, we saw today is the inauguration day of Trump. We've uh, had the Brexit recently. Uh, Trump seems to be uh, advocating, you know, an America first thing. He's, he's kind of saying no to the globalists. Um, nah. Do you think uh, do you think the tide is turning, or uh, first comment on Trump, then tell us what we can do in Ontario, if anything? Well, here's the thing. I mean, I have I don't like Donald Trump personally. I think he's a braggart and a you know very low class in many many ways. I really don't like the man. But I have to say, I listened to his inauguration speech today, and everything that he said sounded totally populist totally what uh, people across the world want. They want their sovereignty back. But every one of them that signed a trade agreement lost their sovereignty. Well, he's arguing against the trade agreements, right? He's saying let's not fight the trade agreements. He can't fight them, Hugh. This is the problem. Can he just tear them up? Well, no, because here's the thing. He's a member of the, the U.S. is a member of these trade groups now. They have only one vote at the table, just like we do. Yeah, but they can walk away from the agreements. Yeah, and then they can get hit by sanctions, multiple sanctions from multiple nations on every agreement. So they want to go it alone anyway. They want to develop their domestic economy, (laughs) you know, so they don't need to, uh, you know, they don't need to worry about that. But everything they use is made in China. In the future, it won't be. They're going to have to bring manufacturing back, and I don't even think Trump can do that. You know, I go along with Trump in the sense that all these trade agreements, there's not a one of them that has a mandate. They don't have a mandate to sign anything giving away sovereignty. Imagine yourself. It's election time. People are coming around, knock, knock, knock on your door. I'm from such and such party, and if we're elected, we're going to give away all the sovereignty of this nation. Do you vote for the guy? Hardly. You're not going to. So nobody would ever have given a mandate to any democratic government 
Oh, sure, you can give us away anytime you want. So wait, Dee, are you saying there's nothing we can do about this? Oh, no, I'm saying actually, to my mind, Trump is the guy who among all politicians worldwide is the only guy who can say, I've never been elected before. I've never approved of one of these things. Nobody ever asked me what I thought. Nobody ever gave me a heads up. Right? So he is innocent. His hands are clean. But wait a second. But what, what, what? Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish here. If he turns around now and says, we are abrogating all these agreements because no one had a mandate to sign them and there was not full informed consent, that knocks a contract out of the park. According to international law, it knocks a contract out of the park, the lack of informed consent. Yeah. And Trump is the one who can say, of all of them, that he never was informed, and everybody would know he was telling the truth. And because they weren't informed, and the president wasn't informed, can they abrogate now? Yes, they can, because they would be abrogating an agreement that was of no force and effect from the get-go. But if you try and abrogate an agreement that is in force, then you get hit with the sanctions. You see what I'm saying? Yes. He's, he's the one. He has that power. Now, okay. will he use it? Great. What about us in Ontario? What are we going to do? I just just have to say though it's great it's great that Trump's power is in his ignorance. Well, pretty much, but our <laughs> power is in our ignorance too. It's equal because we weren't told. Who ever told you that NAFTA was going to give away our sovereignty? Well, okay, the only admission of that we have is in 2010 when they had the G8 and the G28 here in Toronto, that infamous year with the kettling at Queen and Spadina and all that stuff that went on. Harper, who was then the Prime Minister, and he's still on YouTube saying this if you want to look it up. At that meeting of the G8, he signed the Basel III Agreement, which is named after the city it comes from, Switzerland. Okay. I thought and, it was named after Basel Faulty. Yeah, and that's a banker's agreement. That's international banking. That includes the Bank of Canada. Okay which, as you may know, certain people are fighting like hell to, to try and preserve. But they're fighting against the Basel Agreements. And this people don't know. But if you go back onto YouTube and you say, and you try and search out Harper, you'll find them. Harper gives up sovereignty in Basel Agreements or whatever the, the search criteria are. But loss of sovereignty is in there. And what does he say? And I quote, well, you know, um, he says, yes, it is a loss of sovereignty, but it is a simple reality of life. Okay, in that sense, what he is saying is that in order to get along, we're going to go along and give up our sovereignty. Now, at that point in time, the Bank of International Settlements, the World Bank, uh, all of the way up financial moguls in the world became the arbiters and deciders for our Bank of Canada. And because it's under international law, 
it, it the Bank of Canada can no longer be fought for, I think, on constitutional grounds. However, if the people become aware that nobody had the right to sign these things on their behalf when they weren't told about it, now you got a different ballgame. And this is what people need to fight for. They need to stand up for their sovereignty. And they need to do it now. And I am not kidding when I say they're starting with psychotherapy. They're not going to end there. Not by a long shot. They are going to put Canada Post on the block. They are going to put your municipal water on the block. They're going to put your energy on the block, as we see Premier Wynne doing by thirds with Hydro One. Yeah. And who and who's she selling it to, and at what cost? Okay, she may get three billion for a third of Ontario Hydro, a third of Hydro One, but that same Hydro One would have brought us profit of a billion a year. Nah, no kidding. It's the same thing that would happen with the 407. Okay, D, listen. We're just about out of time. Um, but what we want to do is we want to tell people where they can go, what they can do to take some action on this stuff. Uh, you mentioned the stop, but so, uh, what's the website you mentioned? Stoppsychotherapytakeover.ca. Okay, so people can go there. And uh, what can they do there? And what else can people do? Well, there's petitions there, there's crowdfunding there, there's information there, there's legal background, there's press, you name it. You want to know about this issue? It's on that site. And thank you, Grace, for building it because it's a really incredibly important resource right now. And people need to understand it does not stop there. If we can say with any confidence that it would stop there, yeah, well, maybe you can understand people being so blithe about it and and so careless about it. But you can't be careless now. This is a tip of an iceberg. That iceberg is very rapidly surfacing and becoming visible. And if we do nothing about it, we lose all control over every manner of our lives, everything. And when it's gone, just try and get it back. Just okay. try. Okay, D. All right. Well, listen, thanks for doing this, and thanks to Grace uh, Jubarn for uh, setting up the website and for setting up this interview. And we're going to do a few more with a few other uh, practitioners who are affected by this legislation in Ontario. Yeah, and we're all affected the same way, and it is bad. And when they affect us, they affect you, people. They affect you. If your toes are being stepped on, step up now. Right. Okay, D. Thanks for doing this. Uh, you got to come down and be in the studio soon. I got your keyboard over here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Rocking the house up here in paradise. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, take care today. I know the weather's Thanks. good. Maybe you can go riding your bike. Like I'm going to go riding my bike later today while I well, still can until these internationalists start. Oh, yeah. Until they come and take your bike. Yeah, until they take my bike, D. <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen you on that bike. Maybe somebody should. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, listen, we're going to take a little break. Uh, thanks, D. We're going to come back with Olivia John, uh, the theater producer. 
What else do you want to say about her, Jen, before we... Uh... Uh, new production of uh, the play Closer. People might know it from the movie. Mortar, Mortar and Pestle Productions out in the East End in Toronto. Mortar and Pestle. Again with the synchronicities. That's a pharmaceutical reference. It is. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. Come back. Thanks, Dee. Thanks for having me, Hugh. We'll talk soon. Take care, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We're going to show some videos now and get ready with Olivia. As Liquid Lodge continues here on thatchannel.com. Right, Joseph? Go. Choosing an energy company raises many questions. Constellation can answer all of them with energy solutions that fit your needs. Energy made efficient, simple, insightful, and flexible. That's what makes Constellation America's energy choice. Learn more at constellation.com energy.